John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. This is the High Game Podcast. The High Game Podcast, Ed. What do we talk about, John? We talk about guitars all the time. That's great. Where are we recording from, John? Beautiful. West Seattle, Washington. What day is it? It is Sunday. It is. It is Sunday. That's great. I like these Sundays where it's just like lazy morning. I Uh go up and go to the farmer's market. Yep. Kind of lounge around up there. Look at some farmers. Look at farmers. Make fun of their overalls. Yep. There are a couple of overall boys up there. Are there? Yeah. There's a guy who sells honey. He's Uh got a bee farm. Right. Is that (laughs) that what you have? Bee farms? Sure. Bee farm. He's a bee farmer. (laughs) Bee farmer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've been buying honey from that guy quite a bit lately. Is it good? Yeah. It's funny. Like, I think he has fields where the bees are in close proximity to different plants, right? And so I get the blackberry one. So the honey is actually like, it's it's a little darker than the other honeys. And like, you can actually tell what plant the bees go to based on kind of i didn't know that's a thing i i don't know either unless the guy's just fucking around and he just says that does he sell the beeswax too yeah i bought some of that today i bought a little uh block of it yeah that stuff is really great for painting yeah yep what about eating i don't know if you can eat beeswax i think you can he said put it on some cheese i don't really eat the cheese but I said wax, you said wax. It's the comb, like the honeycomb. Oh, that yeah. is a whole different like, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I bought a honeycomb. You go eat some wax. I yeah. got a couple of used candles you can it's have. It's Seattle. It's real bespoke wax yeah. eating over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, while you were there, you, oh, you got some stuff for today, right? I did. Beverages. What did you get, Ed? Timber City Ginger Beer. Timber City Ginger. Timber City Ginger. Beer. It's uh, low in sugar, high in ginger. Nice. I got the seasonal apple rose petal. 
ginger beer. Ooh. Yeah. We should try that. Okay. You want to? Okay. Here we go. We got a couple. Oh. I, myself, yeah. really like the kind of biting taste of ginger. Yeah. And this has it in spades. It does. This it isn't does. like your mellow ginger No, taste. no, no, no. This is full-on ginger. Full-on, kick-you-in-the-nuts ginger. Yeah, <laughs> nut ginger. What are the ingredients on this? We got filtered water. What do you got in there, ginger nuts? <laughs> filtered water, yeah. ginger, <laughs> apples, organic cane sugar, and rose petals. And that's it. That's it. That's Man. all. That's all she wrote. That is so good. And it's right out of Seattle, Washington. TimberCityGinger.com. Drink this fucking shit. Yeah. Is their logo. Slogan, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Slogan. Logo. Drink this fucking shit. Drink this fucking shit. <laughs> Low in sugar, high in ginger. I'm not in marketing as a profession, but I think, you know, <laughs> all my marketing is just, eat this fucking shit. Drink this fucking shit. Yeah, like that's it, you know? Mad Men style. When you hit on something that's just pure, simple genius. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. You got to take it all the way. Right. You got to ride that horse all the way. Right. I saw there's a GoFundMe for some dude that has a uh, big sticker on the back of his truck. I eat ass? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First Amendment, yeah. fuckers. Yeah. Like, I eat ass. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. God bless that guy. Yeah. I don't know where he is. Where's that guy from? Is he Mississippi? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I think that's pretty great, though. I fully support this dude. You do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. Fucking drink this fucking shit. Yeah. Eat that ass. Our dirt pedal today yeah. is the Old Blood Noise Endeavors Alpha Haunt 2. That's a lot of pedal. Yep. some dirt out of that man that thing's got like god so many knobs and you can get a ton of tone out of that thing yeah you want a fuzz that'll do a lot you know it's the old blood guys we yeah. love them we love those guys yeah so what am i playing it through ed yeah this here is a fender coronado 2 yep what do you know about the coronado uh sometimes i pay attention on the show We've done so many episodes. It's a good opportunity for me to like shine on whether or not I pay attention at all. Right. And so this guitar, I actually remember some stuff about it. Do you? Yes. Oh. I, I remember that it was made by Roger Ross Meisel. Yep. I remember that it was the last guitar he built in America. Yes. He was at uh, Rickenbacker, right? Yes. Fender headhunted him. Turns out he approached Leo. Okay. That's where it all gets gray and fuzzy in my brain. I think what I said way back in that episode was, fuck that guitar, good. <laughs> I may have went fairly hard on the Fender Coronado. <laughs> I'm sure he built exactly what Fender asked for. Ooh. Is that the Alpha Haunt? This is the TC Electronic Hall of Fame 2. That's really good. Let me just back up a little for yep. our viewers. Yep. Roger Rossmeisel was born in Germany, and he was a guitar maker. Yep. He came to America in the 50s. Yep. Worked ever so briefly for Gibson before moving on to Rickenbacker, California mm. to design the beloved 300 series guitars. Right. Love them. In about 62 or so, he approaches Leo. Yep. Hey, Leo, can I work for you? Leo says, yes, please. Mm -hmm. And he starts designing 
acoustic guitars for Fender. All their flat top acoustics, you see, those are Roger joints. Really? Yeah. So Fender never made acoustics up until like mid sixties. Weird. Yeah. Isn't okay. That something. So Gibson has this whole pre-electric history. I guess it just never clicked with me that Fender starts right. with the P bass and the Telecaster. Yeah. They're the yeah. solid body dudes. Yeah. Weird. And yeah. that's part of why they grab Roger. Right. So CBS buys Fender in '65. We know right. that, and they're like, "Hey, let's use Roger." Let's do something bold. Let's do something new. What's popular in the mid-60s? The Beatles playing the Epiphone Casinos and the Sheridans and all of that. Biggest band in the world. Yep. Semi-hollow guitars. Yep. Fender's never done it. Yep. But look at all the money that's being made by those guys because of the Beatles. <laughs> Let's get into some of that action. Hey, Roger. Right. Can you do for us what you did for Rickenbacker? And everything you just said, that uh-huh. whole little blurb, is exactly why I hate that fucking guitar. Yeah, they were chasing the dough. Yep. The difference yep. is that this Roger Ross Meisel joint nope. is a true hollow body. Oh, okay. There's no center yep. block running down the middle like in the 335s. Right. So, true hollow body, which is good and bad. I'll give you the rundown here. Two horns, two pickups. Yep. Tones and volumes. Yep. It's got a floating bridge. This bridge can be slid back and forth. Sure, sure. For intonation reasons. Yep. And a kind of suspended tailpiece here. I like the tailpiece. I don't know what's going on with it, but I like it a lot. Yeah. So, what year is this guy? This one is 1971. 71. Roger put the F on the tailpiece and we recognize that maneuver the r the r on the rickenbacker yep that's what roger digs doing i think we decided that that was for roger and not for rickenbacker back in that episode so maybe the f is for froger (laughs) froger in another first for fender not only is this the first non-solid body guitar they ever make yep it is the first completely cbs designed guitar that fender ever makes sitting here Yes. Man, the finish on that thing, the color and the finish looks killer. That's a 71, and it's got uh-huh. some age to it. I love it. It is a bound, yeah. top and bottom. Even the F-holes are bound. Yeah. And this is Daphne Blue, but it has yellowed so much over the years, it's got that kind of weird jade green look it, to it, which is just great. Looks like this is finished on the inside? or No, it's just wood. It seems darker to me. Maybe it's just darker in there. It matches Roger's soul. Darker in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of pickups are those? Interesting you should ask, Ed. They're cool looking. For the first time in Fender's history. Yeah. They didn't make their own pickups. Oh. You know what these are? Um, They look... No, I don't. Diarmans. Weird. I can see yeah. the pole bangers, so these... they're not like the gold foil. You know why they did that? Row Incorporated, company mm-hmm. out of Ohio. Yeah. They were making all Harry DeArmond's pickups for him. Harry DeArmond. Yep. So Row also made the wiring harness for the Coronado. Okay. So they would send it to Fender. Here's your pickups and your knobs and your jack switch and all that kind of stuff, all wired up, ready to oh, install. So you just throw it in. Yeah. yeah. Here's a problem. <laughs> yeah. You got these kind of low output, tonally kind of sensitive DeArmond pickups that we like when we're playing like an old silver tone or something. Yeah. But then you put them in a hollow body, they tend to feed back at high volumes. Great. So this guitar had that problem. You say problem. 
by design. More of that. <laughs> These were not popular at all. <laughs> it's well put together. Here's another thing our man Ross Meisel did. Yeah, he rounded the... He rounded the little horn on yep, the headstock. A yeah. rounded strat headstock. Yeah, that was Ross Meisel's deal. Yeah, I just fucking hate it. If you took the neck off that yeah. and you put an Epiphone or a Gibson neck on it, no one would bat an eye. It looks like someone took an old Fender neck and put it on a Gibson. It's a damn shame you mentioned the neck, Ed. Yeah? Because it's a bolt-on? It's a bolt-on neck. Hmm. Whatever. Yep. How much do you think this okay. thing was when it came out in 1966? 66. I think it was like uh, $780. It was three hundred nineteen dollars and fifty cents. Three nineteen. What's a three thirty five going for? And three and a quarter. And the Rickenbacker three hundred series were three forty. Yeah. There's a shot across the bow. They thought they maybe had something. Didn't work. People didn't like them. I wonder if they had come in at straight up three fifty, like more than the other two. Oh. If it would have been seen as like, like oh, ooh. this is the high-end one. Up to that point, they are definitely the solid body guys. Right. Regardless of the price, people would have been like, don't care. That's dumb. But to this day, what's Fender? Strats and Tullys. Like, yeah. concentrate with what you know. There was a Coronado 1, okay. and the difference between the 1 and the 2 is easy. It's just number of pickups. Okay. There was a Coronado 12. 12 string? 12 string, released in 67. Is that the one with the droopy headstock? Yeah, they the... call that the hockey stick. Ugh. Yeah. That is terrible. Apparently, among collectors and players today, they think the sound of the 12 is nice. Yeah. And they even made basses. Yeah. It plays great. It sounds great. I just don't think Fender needed to go after that market. It has nothing to do with the actual build quality playability of that guitar. Right. Because it actually looks really cool. I could totally imagine a lot of people really digging that guitar today. I could imagine it being super popular with bands. It is. That does not surprise me. I could see a lot of the indie boys Loving that thing. You want to hear one? Oh, okay. This is from 1999. Okay. This is the rocket-powered space capsule. All systems are go. This is a Coronado 2. Sounds beautiful. That tone, that, that reverb they got on it's it. Kind of a low blow. Yeah. That is by the band Polaris. Okay. You know what the name of that song was? Reverb. Coronado 2. <laughs> Great. There's a lot of reverb going on in yeah. everything in that song. Yeah. I really like the tone. Great. In 1967, they release an Antigua version. Are you familiar with that? I am. It's kind of like a silver burst. Yep. Where all the edges were darker. 
Yep. And they went out to light. Yep. You're going to love this, Ed. Yeah. Why'd they do the Antigua finish? I, do you uh, think? I don't know. It's, oh shit, we need to hide our mistakes. They were really? having horrendous problems with the binding around the F-holes and around the body. Yeah. The glue they were using as it set yeah. would heat up and scorch the wood. Weird. Oh, crap. What are we going to do about that? Huh. Let's cover and, it up with that finish. Yeah. And then uh, around the F-holes and the edges. Yeah. I think potentially the Fender Antigua finish uh-huh. is my least favorite <laughs> guitar finish ever. Hard pass on the Antigua. It was a difficult time. <laughs> it's a difficult time. It was the late 60s. Yeah. You know, 67, 68. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. a lot of shit going on. You know what happened in 68? What? Ed Peterson was born. Oh, that was a difficult time. <laughs> I took a history class in college. <laughs> And the professor wrote a book called 1968, The Year the Dream Died. 1968 was fucked up. And not just for Fender and Roger. The U.S. was fucking burning to the ground. It was. We had MLK, RFK. Yep. In 1968, who do we elect? Fucking Nixon. Nixon and Agnew. Right. The best. You've got like the Vietnam War Uh escalating. Class differences were sort of becoming way more apparent because the economy was kind of in the shitter. Zodiac Killer. (laughs) That guy was out. Zodiac Killer. You know, I don't know. If you want to ding on that guy, there's Uh, like Zodiac Killer Ted Cruz. Allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. Into that morass comes the Coronado. (laughs) No wonder. Maybe maybe it explains some things. No wonder. Hey, don't get too down on 68. There was some upside. Yeah. When you say that's it, boy, I'm finally beat. You're going 90 miles an hour down a dead end street. You don't want to fight no more. You think that you can't win. Did Elvis play it or did his band? Elvis played the Coronado in the film Speedway. In 1968. Great. And he wasn't tone deaf to what was happening in the world. No. <laughs> the guy who's uh, him and his family went out of their way to not pay musical rights for songs uh-huh. they covered. Uh-huh. Fuck that guy. Fuck his family. Fuck them all. <laughs> What's the movie? Speed? Speedway. Speedway. Yeah. Also in 68, Night of the Living Dead came out. The beginning of the zombie genre. Maybe that's a little more in keeping. Culturally, we have a hard time with like change and the country's kind of going through a difficult time in pop culture. Zombie stuff becomes more common. Like right now, you know. Right. Today, we have all those same fucking problems, but we've got the internet. You don't have to wait 24 hours for the nightly news. Jesus Christ, people are fucking putting cameras on guns and then walking into schools Mm -hmm. and bullshit like that. Yeah. So guitars are cool. Yeah. (laughs) Well, is it any wonder then, Ed, that in 1971, they just discontinue this thing? When do we impeach Nixon? 74? No wonder we bag the Coronado. You've got Nixon in there? Yeah. A victim of its times, huh? That's cool. Have you heard of Wildwood guitars from Fender? I don't know. This was a Ross Meisel joint also. He knew a guy in Denmark who was experimenting with 
trees and wood and colors and shit. Oh, were these the ones where they like shoved the dye into the trees as they were growing? They right? injected dye into the roots of the trees yeah. as they were growing. And so then years later, when the trees were harvested, right. you cut them open and, and in like, the grain of the wood are all these funky colors. That's awesome. So you could get a Coronado in the wildwood finish. We need to get one of those. Yeah. They still stained it or whatever, right? To just probably make the colors pop more. Maybe. I wonder if they fade or maybe they darken over time. Ever hear of Kasabian, uh, the band? No. I hadn't either till I found this. Okay. They love the Coronado too. Okay. You want to hear it? Uh, yes. Okay, this is a song called Underdog. 2009. I love this. I love this. I love it. Yeah. And he gets a lot out of the... When the guitar comes in. What do you think of that? I love it. What's that band? Kasabian, K-A-S-A-B-I-A-N. That's all Coronado. I like it. I found myself wondering, given the kind of disaster of this thing, <laughs> what at the time happened to our man Ross Meisel? He went back to Germany is all I remember. Turns out Roger... Yeah. He was kind of like a flamboyant man about town. He loved his excesses, liked the beverage. Right. He liked the fancy clothes. He right. Liked fast cars. Really? Yeah, he liked all that stuff. I like so, all that yeah, stuff. That caught up to him a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Around 1973 or so, Roger gets in a car crash and oh. suffers severe head injuries. Oh, no. He was never quite the same. And it was kind of bummed about the Coronado, I can imagine. Still in America at this point, or yes. had he gone? Oh, yes. okay. Still okay. in America. He had left Fender. Okay. Divorced. Yeah. He was heavily in debt. Oh, no. Fuck it, I'm going back to Germany. Right. How am I going to do that? I don't have any money. Oh, no. His mother pays yeah. for his plane ticket back to Germany in 71. Okay. Here's a problem with that, though. Okay. At that point, he's a U.S. citizen, so he can't find work in Germany because he's not a German. He was born in Germany, uh, though. He ends up working at Kaufhaus des Westens department store as a salesman. Okay. In the department store. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he's selling fancy suits. He needs to take a break. Uh -huh. Chill it out. Okay. His dad dies in 75, but I guess he wouldn't have to be too bummed about that for too long. Okay. Uh. Yeah, that's his for pops yeah uh in 75 because in 79 yeah uh roger uh, himself dies uh he's only 52 fucking candle at both ends and shit like that roger the coronado <laughs> twice, as, twice bright. as bright play me another song john would you like to <laughs> have a seat in the hot seat Ed? oh my god yeah you'll do it i'm ready how does 2011 sound to you is it chris cornell <laughs> No. Shit. Okay, here we go. Any ideas? Is it St. Vincent? No. I don't know who this is, but I like it. Yeah? Yeah. Here's your guitar. 
No guesses? Nah, I have no idea. I liked it. It wasn't St. Vincent. That was Death Cab for Cutie. Oh. They were big fans of the Coronado. Yeah. That was called You Are a Tourist. Sure. 2013? Would oh, that help? I want two more years. Yeah. Okay. Is this Death Cab for Cutie? <laughs> no. But Shit. this is a Coronado. I like this too. Isn't that wild? That combination of the guitar with the. Yeah, I love it. Is it Radiohead? No. You want a hint? <laughs> sure. New Jersey. Is it uh, the Wrens? No. Shit. <laughs> uh, it's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From... You got it. That was Yola Tango. Oh. Our boys from Hoboken. Sure. Songs like that, there's no vocals. Either you know that or you don't. Fuck going to Guitar Center if they decided to reissue the Coronado. Well, you know, I got bad news for you then. <laughs> Fuck that guitar. In 2013, they reissued it. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, You know the Mike Dotty? Yep. You want to hear what he does with his Coronado? Okay, That's yeah. That's all he plays is a Coronado. Okay. This is called Dawn Gone. Yeah, he's getting a cool sound out of that. Yeah. Mike Dotty, of course, uh, known from Soul Coughing. Right. I think at the end of the day, and we've talked about this a lot, you can get good sounds from any guitar, really. Sure. It's how you play, it's what you want to do, and how you craft that sound. Yep. Would you buy this, Ed? Man, I spent a lot of time bagging on it. That one specifically... I love the color. The color. I'm super into the color It's of pretty it. cool. I'm not in the market for that thing. But I think if I were, it would come down to the finish. Sure. You know, so would I buy it? Maybe. This one? Yes. You know what this thing was almost called, Ed? When they were kicking around names. Roger Ross Meisel. They should have just called it the Ross Meisel. That would have been cool. Yeah. The two runner-up names, mm -hmm. the Aztec. In that 66 kind of time frame that they're banging these things out, there's like the Pinto, so the Aztec Coronado. I don't know. The Spanish-y sounding names yeah. you know, is certainly what they're going for there. You know what the other one was? Uh, the Pinto. The Fantasy. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> you could have ended up with a Fender Fantasy. That is not a good name. Yeah, I think in this case, maybe that was one of their good moves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Where'd we get this, Ed? Our good friends at Thunder Road Guitars, thunderroadguitars.com. Oh, thunderroadguitars.com. Yep. I've heard of it. Yep, they're yep. great. Yeah, they're great. You could go there and you could buy this one. It's got a really cool finish. It's got binding everywhere. Right. That's really nice. Neck, It's body. easy to play, super easy to play. Yeah, what about you? Would you buy it? No, probably not. Yeah. I mean, if there's a really good deal, I might. Yeah. Bolt on neck. Is that a big minus for you? I don't care about that. I've always eyeballed the Gibson hollow bodies and semi-hollow bodies. Right. So it might take a lot to just get me off of that. Yeah. Ooh, spooky jazz. 
Jazz. <laughs> Spooky Jazz Dad. Ooh, the Jazz Dads. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so let's put together that band, Ed, and we can uh, debut it next week, maybe. Oh, that'll be great. It's People spook- be knocking down the door. Yeah, Spooky Jazz Dad. Yep. Where hey, can people find us, John? They can find us on our website. Yeah? Yeah. That's uh, thehighgain.com. Highgain.com or Instagram. Instagram, The High Gain. Yep. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, The High Gain. We're everywhere, man. Facebook, yeah, The you, High Gain. You can't keep us down. Oh, no. no. Why, would, why would you want him? No, you wouldn't want to. Yeah. I still got that uh, Peterson on Pattinson podcast. Oh, everybody should listen to that. Yeah, he's going to be Batman. He's going to be Batman in case you haven't heard. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's so scrawny. <laughs> Painted on abs. <laughs>